the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Joe Biden owes you 600 bucks. Actually, he may owe you 2,000. I don't know about you, but I distinctly remember the big guy saying during the campaign that everybody was going to get $2,000. Well, now it's 1400 and that's only if you make less than $75,000 a year. Uh, the Democrats passed their COVID-19 stimulus bill today, and not one Republican voted for it. It's $1.9 trillion. It's called the American Rescue Plan. The vote was 222 to 211. Not one Republican voted for it, and only one Democrat voted against it. And if you give the Democrats every benefit of the doubt, only 43.4% of the total actually goes to COVID-related spending. Uh, state and local governments, especially, of course, the ones in the blue states, uh, they get $350 billion. And it ends up going to blue states because their economies uh, suffered the most because they were the biggest fans of lockdowns. So they get rewarded for their stupidity, I guess. Elementary and secondary schools get $129 billion, regardless of whether or not they reopen. And apparently most of the money for schools is going to end up being spent uh, between 2022 and 2028. There's $30 billion for public transit. Usually that means it's wasted. $3.5 billion for food stamps. $1.5 billion for Amtrak, uh, speaking of money that's wasted. And, of course, there's about a half billion to, quote, fund activities related to the arts, humanities, libraries, and museums and Native American language preservation. Not sure what that has to do with COVID, but, hey, it's a done deal as soon as the big guy signs it, which he has promised to do. And it'll be interesting to hear the big guy, assuming he's ever asked the question by the media, because you have to wonder if he's ever going to face the media, but it'll be interesting if he's asked uh, to hear him explain what happened to the $2,000 for everybody. And those two senators in Georgia who also promised the 2000 for everybody they should be asked what happened to the money. They won't be. You can count on the media portraying the Republicans as being mean and not caring about anybody's suffering as a result of COVID-19. But the Democrats won in November, and elections have consequences. And by the way, in our second half hour, we're going to talk about the Democrats' plan to make sure a Republican is never elected president again. It's called H.R. 1, and it's floating around down there in Congress right now. But that's not the big news today. The big news is that the Texas Rangers will have a full stadium for their home opener in a few weeks. That's right. A major sporting event, a major league sporting event in a full stadium with fans and everything. We'll talk about that and everything else that's happening down in Texas, including the border fiasco with Matt Makoviak when we come back. Stick around. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. They're made in the USA, and for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. That's regularly sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollar savings. Kings are only five dollars more. All my pillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the my pillow mattress topper, and my pillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. 800-716-8087, promo code STAG. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. 
But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining and bloating again and again. No way. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than six, and it should not be given to children six to less than eighteen. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess. If you have a bowel blockage, get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Lens S and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor today. You may be able to save on Lens S and make fewer trips to the pharmacy. See if you're eligible to pay as little as $30 for 90 days. Visit lensess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by AbbVie and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Excuse me, why don't you have life insurance yet? I've got diabetes, and I know the price will be through the roof for the pre-existing condition. Well, actually, SelectQuote makes it easy to get very affordable life insurance, even if you have a health issue. I'm listening. You'll get quotes from some of the country's most trusted carriers. Even with your diabetes, you can get around $250,000 in insurance for as little as a dollar a day. That would be amazing. <laughs> What's it called again? SelectQuote. Just call or go to selectquote.com to get your free quote. Get the coverage you need at a price you can afford. Call 1-800-694-1010 or go to selectquote.com today. That's 1-800-694-1010 or selectquote.com. Selectquote. We shop. You save. Get full details on example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors. Not available in all states. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. There may actually be light at the end of the tunnel, and it might not be a a train coming the other way. The Texas Rangers announced just a little while ago that they will fill their stadium for their home opener. And today is the day that the mask mandate was lifted and businesses were allowed to operate at 100% capacity down there in Texas. Imagine that. Actually, it's really hard to imagine, so... Uh, let's talk to someone who's living the dream. Matt Makoviak is a columnist, a blogger. He's also the chairman of the Travis County Republican Party, and he is in Austin, Texas right now. Uh, Matt, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Hey, John. Great to be with you as always. So uh, how does it feel to be a, a free man again, or are you free? Do you feel free? I'm just, what's, it, what's it like? Tell everybody here in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah, the interesting thing is that the urban areas are still really not free because the county judges and the mayors are still trying to keep mask mandates in place and capacity restrictions in place. So there's going to be a legal battle between the governor's office and really the attorney general's office and these four or five urban counties. But look, if you live in the other 249 or so counties in Texas, uh, they are free today. The mask mandate is no longer there by the, from the state. Uh, individual businesses can decide if they want to do it or not. And the 100% capacity uh, ruling is now in place so that restaurants are 100%, businesses are 100%, bars are 100%. Now, not like they were before COVID, but, you know, you still, still sit at a table. But so, you know, for, for large swaths of the state where really COVID hasn't been a problem either at all or, or any time recently, they are free again. And, you know, this is about getting back uh, to saving our economy. And I think the governor understood that by removing these statewide mandates, he was going to allow local officials to make decisions for themselves. And he was going to free the suburban and rural areas 
Uh, and I know you understand this, John. You know, there's differences in Pennsylvania. You know, Pittsburgh and Philly are, are in a different place. No with question. Statistics, you know, than the rural areas are, than, than, than you know, than, than, than Johnstown is or, or wherever else. So, yeah, there's an opportunity here, I think, for Texas to lead the way and show, you know what, we have, you know, modern record lows on positivity rates, on hospitalization rates, our ICU capacity is up almost near 90, 95%. And we're vaccinating, you know, more people now than we ever have. And I think just today I saw our State Department of Health Services said anyone over 50 can be vaccinated for, you know, without any exceptions uh, starting either today or tomorrow. So Johnson & Johnson is the reason this is happening. Johnson & Johnson vaccine is why the governor felt confident enough to do this. It's a combination of the stats, yeah, the statistics improving and the J&J vaccine. you got to understand, with Pfizer and Merck both producing this vaccine, I forget the number, it's like 50 or 100 million a month. The fact that it's only one dose, the fact that it doesn't have to be refrigerated the way the Moderna and Pfizer, excuse me, Moderna, uh, uh, you know, the other two vaccines have to be refrigerated. We are going to be vaccinating so many more people so quickly because of Johnson & Johnson that it gave, I think, the governor the confidence to take this bold step. And I think overall he's going to be proven right on it. Well, I wasn't going to bring this up, but uh, since you mentioned Johnson & Johnson, I'm sure you know that the Catholic Church is, has uh, Catholic Church has an issue um, I, I'm not sure exactly what the official um, stance is on it by the by the Pittsburgh diocese, but because that vaccine apparently was um, developed with the uh, stem cells from aborted fetuses, um, that uh, that that that's a problem for Catholics. Is that going to be a problem down there? Well, you know, the percentage of Texans that are Catholic is not compared to the percentage of Pennsylvanians that are Catholic. Yeah. It'll be a problem, I think, with some Catholics, particularly really reverent Catholics. I, I consider myself, you know, in that in that category as well. My sister told me about that. I actually got the J&J vaccine on Saturday, and so I decided personally to go ahead and ignore the church's ruling on that. Uh, I understand. I understand the thought process. I understand the moral dilemma. My wife is high risk, and so getting the vaccine and being done was, to me, the better choice to me and my family. But I understand that there are Catholics out there that are going to listen to the church on that. And they have other options with the other two vaccines that were not developed that way. But for other people, you know, the, the availability of the J&J vaccine, the fact that it's just one dose, the fact that it's being mass produced uh, is going to be very attractive. Now, you mentioned the battle, you know, or the, the, the political battle that's going to take place because the politicians um, in, in the uh, cities. The urban areas uh, and in some counties are going to try to keep the mask mandate uh, in place and also not allow businesses to open 100 percent. And then that's going to be a, a fight between them and the governor. Um, but what about what will be the reaction in, uh, let's just say, Austin, where you are, if they see reports on television of people uh, other places around the state uh, celebrating the fact that they can go to a restaurant uh, and full capacity without a mask. Are they are, are they going to side with their politicians, or are they, or, or, the, or are the politicians they're going to have a problem uh, keeping them in line? Yeah, I mean it's it's a good question, and honestly, this is this is part of what I like about this is that it it, it almost takes federalism from uh, an issue between the federal government and the states, and it trans and it translates it now from the issue between the states and, and the local areas, right? Mm -hmm. And so, look, you know. His, his decision is either going to work really well or it's going to work very poorly. If we have an outbreak in our state, the voters are going to punish him for, for being as bold uh, and being as early on this as he was. He's gone against, you know, the, the Biden White House and the Biden administration. He's gone against the CDC. He's gone against a number of his own medical advisors. And he's gone against the uh, county officials and local officials in these urban areas. But if it works, and I think it's going to work, because if you just look at the trend line, if you look at the increase in vaccines, uh, if you look at the stats that we're seeing in our state, across the state, how, how, how we're really getting ahead of COVID now for the first time in six months, uh, what you're going to see is you're going to see businesses thriving in 249 of our 254 counties. And you're going to see people drive from Austin 30 minutes into Hayes County, into uh, you know, Gillespie County to the west, into uh, Williamson County to the north, into... Uh, uh, you know, it just east to Bastrop County, right? So you're going to see these counties benefit, these, these rural areas that are 100%, that don't have mask mandates, and that are still safe. So I think people can vote with their feet. If you are scared to death of COVID, 
either because you, you have a lot of fear of it or because you're high risk. You don't have to leave your house. You know, you can, you no. can live your life the way you've been living it. But if you're not afraid of it, John, I know you're not, and I'm not no. at this no. point in my life. We can live with freedom the way we're supposed to, and we can have our economy recover. We can save so many restaurants, so many bars, so many small businesses that are hanging by a thread right now and have been in desperate straits for months and months and months. Yeah, that's uh, it's crazy. Um, uh, speaking of uh, the, the the Rangers, though, they're going to have they're going to um, are they going to be able to fill their ballpark? Will they, Will the people show up and fill it for open for the opener? Yeah, well, yeah. You know, we'll see. I, I was talking to somebody. I, uh, involved in that 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 uh, construction process two years ago, you know they opened a new ballpark last year, and it's right. if you if you've ever if you've ever seen on television or been at the ballpark drawings in the old building, you know, it was a lovely building, but it was open air and it was impossible to get people to attend events in the summer because we have thirty or forty days of hundred degree weather and every day in the yeah. summer is over ninety. So they, they they put a they built an entirely new building even though their building was fine, uh, but it's air conditioned and they really thought it was going to be able to affect you know attendance and, and increase average attendance particularly in the summer. Of course, then you had COVID. You had no fans there last year as they unveiled their right. new stadium. So I do think you're going to have people. I don't know what they're going to do on capacity. You know, we're going to see on football. I saw, what did I see? Uh, University of Oklahoma is preparing for 100%. I think I saw Alabama is preparing for 100%. Texas yeah. is probably preparing for 100%. I think there's a chance we'll be at 50 for the fall. But there's a chance we'll be at 100 as well. Now, the question, John, is going to be, do they, you know, at what point do they require people to be vaccinated to attend large events or to travel uh-huh. or to do certain things? And I think when we get to herd immunity, I think I saw Fauci said today he thinks by the end of the summer we can be at herd immunity. If we get to herd immunity and you still haven't been vaccinated, you may be limited in what you can do. You may not be able to fly domestically or certainly not internationally. You may not be able to go to a concert or to a large sporting event. Uh, you might not even be allowed to do things like go to your doctor's office or go to the grocery store. I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to see how businesses handle those issues um, at some point, though, if you're going to want to live in America, live an open life, you probably are going to need to get the vaccine. So I'd encourage people, even if they have some doubts about it, uh, to really, really study it. Talk to your talk to your doctor. And, and honestly, I really don't see a lot of reason not to take the vaccine based on everything I know. Well, here's the thing, though. Um, uh, Joe Biden yesterday, I think it was, did a some kind of an appearance where he made a total idiot of himself again. He was looked like he was uh, lost. But um, he was in a hardware store, and he had a he had two masks on. Okay, this is a guy who he was he was vaccinated like two months ago, and he's and he's wearing he's wearing two masks still. So, what kind of an advertisement of that is that for the for the vaccine? If if you get a vaccine and you're still why am I going to get a vaccine? I guess is what I'm asking. Why do I want a vaccine yeah. that still requires me to wear two masks two months later? I'm yeah. not getting that vaccine, it, if that's the case. I'm not, I'm not John, wasting my time. It, it's a great question, John. And listen, this is one of the frustrations I've had, and this is something I think people have to understand because it's really important. The vaccine prevents you from getting COVID and suffering from the virus. What yeah. it doesn't do at this point, they don't know that you cannot still transmit it. Okay. Right. So basically, it protects you from the, you know, the effects of the virus. It doesn't protect you. You can actually get the virus and not even know it and never have any symptoms or any risk, even if you're vaccinated, but you can still transmit it. They're doing tests to try to find out and research to find out whether they can eliminate that transmission risk, but they can't right now. And so that okay. is why we have to get a herd immunity. Herd immunity is the key. That is how you kill the disease. That's how you kill any disease. You have to have enough people uh, immunized that that transmission becomes almost zero, and eventually it just sort of goes away. So that's the reason you got to get the disease. You got to get the, the vaccine. The vaccine protects you. If you don't want to get COVID, if you think if you think getting COVID is something you don't want to deal with, and I'll just tell you one thing, John. Here's the reason you should get it, because if you get COVID, even if you're not worried of dying from it, even if you're healthy, you're going to quarantine for 14 days. And yeah. I did that in January, and I'm telling you, it's not a fun way to live your life. You can't no. go anywhere. You get every meal delivered. You're worried about giving it to someone else. You know, it's it's a 14-day stay-at-home vacation that's not much of a vacation. So you want to avoid that entirely. Uh, talk to your doctor, and I encourage people, you know, really strongly consider getting the vaccine. But, yeah, until we get to herd immunity, they cannot eliminate probably that transmission risk. And that's why they are still asking people to wear masks and socially distance and be careful, even if you're vaccinated. Now the the Rangers um, um, will be, their 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 new ballpark has a retractable roof, so so they'll be playing outside. 
I think uh, that's deal. right. I can't rem- I can't remember if it's retractable or not. I know they have a roof that can be you know can certainly be there in the summer, which will address the the heat wave issues. Yeah. I just don't remember if it's retractable or not. Retractable roofs are immensely expensive, yeah. uh, and I just don't remember the the financing of that of that stadium and whether they were able to put that in there or not. Well, I'm just wondering because um, <clears throat> if it's an indoor event with that many people, that's that's really a lot of people. Uh, Outdoors different, but are the Mavericks going to be playing to full full capacity crowds? No, the NBA. I don't. You know, the NBA right now is being very careful. I think there's a chance in their next season they'll be in a different place. But I think probably through June. I want to say the NBA playoffs usually finish in June. They're going to be very, very, very careful and probably continue with what they're doing. It's just hard to make a change in the middle of the season when the stadiums are already, you know, sort of prepared. You know, to be very, very, very clean and um, you know, disinfected, and have all these seats taken out. Yeah, you know, I've been to I've been to three or four Texas basketball games this year in Austin. And, you know, it's just it's horrific. I mean, it's a horrendous experience. There's a thousand people there. Yeah, You're sitting, true. you know, 40, 40 feet from the next person. There's no sound. One of the things I saw, John, you're going to kick out of this. I saw something that one of the uh, analysts was saying. You know, they're calling more fouls this season because there's no crowd noise, and so they hear every single little thing that happens on the court, and they're calling more fouls. So it's going to be sad when we watch March Madness here in Indianapolis uh, over the next few weeks, and these guys are going to be hitting buzzer beaters, and there's going to be you know nobody there cheering them on. It's, it's a sad thing. But I think this is the last season where we're going to deal with that, and at least we're going to have March Madness this season. We didn't have it last year, and that was a really sad thing. Yeah, those, uh, there'd be, they allow 2,800 people in the uh, uh in the arena for the Penguins games right now, and there are, which means there are like 16,000 empty seats and people are 100 feet apart. All you need to know, Matt, and we're talking to Matt Makoviak. He's a columnist and blogger and chairman of the Travis County Republican Party down in Austin, Texas, um, uh, that they had Jeff Jimerson, the, the, the anthem singer, sing the anthem with a mask on while he stood alone somewhere in the, in the, in the arena, and he... Yes, yeah, I, I saw your tweet about that. Yeah, yeah it, it made on, me man. laugh. It made me laugh. Yeah, look, the whole point of wearing a mask is if you can't socially distance, right. you don't want to put yourself in a position where your germs can get into someone else. Yeah. And singing is actually a, a, a behavior where, a, where transmitting the virus is actually a real risk because your right. germs are going everywhere. So that's the one thing. If he was just sitting out there, maybe get, uh, you know, cutting a ribbon or something, I'm sure he wouldn't yeah. have worn a mask or wouldn't have to wear two or whatever. But singing, I at least understand that. But look, the idea that his germs were going to travel 200 feet across the ice and yeah. uh, over o- over the glass and, and and reach someone is just so so ridiculous. Part of this stuff wow. is virtue signaling. It's not really based on science. That's right. I, I think he was actually in a in a suite somewhere, so he wasn't even on the ice. He wasn't even near. Uh, it was a joke. I, I got to ask you before I let you go here, though, Matt. Um, will will any of the hundred or so people who got it th- across the border uh, after testing positive for the COVID will they be coming to the ballpark for the game? Do you think? Uh, isn't that what yeah. happened? Uh, yeah, so, you know, the reason we know that that happened, we, the reason we know that 108 COVID-positive uh, illegal immigrants crossed the border and were, were basically let go by the city of Brownsville is that a courageous Democratic member of Congress named Henry Cuellar uh, put the word out. That never would have gotten out with this administration. They would have hid that information. They won't even call it a crisis at the border, even though we're, ha- we're apprehending something like 800 to 1,000 people a day right now on the Texas border. The previous record was like 400. Um, so yeah, no, it's an absolute disaster down there. The border patrol's never been stretched more thin than they are right now. Uh, because they got rid of catch and release and because they got rid of the remain in Mexico policy, you have people coming in and yes, you're going to have COVID positive illegal immigrants coming in. They may know they have the disease. They probably don't. They're probably not tested. Uh, but it's absurd that the Biden administration refuses to mandate that schools reopen when there is literally no risk of children uh, tr- number one, getting COVID, and number two, ever dying from it or transmitting it. But on the other hand, having absolutely no concern whatsoever within one in one city in, in, on the southern tip of Texas, uh, having 108 people come in in two weeks being released that are COVID positive. I mean, this is the kind of you know BS politics that we're seeing right now that makes clear that public health really isn't the goal. It's all politics all the time. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Hey, I'm Matt, I'm out of time. Enjoy your freedom. Um, we and- will. We'll have dinner. We'll go have dinner tonight. Nice to see you. Good for you, man. Thanks for coming on, as always. We'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Congress has sent President Biden the landmark $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief bill. The House approved the bill over solid Republican opposition. The measure represents Democrats' effort to bridle the catastrophic pandemic and revive the economy. Republicans say the measure is bloated, crammed with liberal policies, and heedless of signs the dual crises are easing. Catastrophic flooding from a stream swollen by heavy rains prompting the evacuation of Halewa, a town north of Honolulu. Consumer prices increased four-tenths percent in February, the biggest gain in six months, led by a sharp jump in gasoline prices. That's according to the Labor Department. Stocks finishing mixed today. The Dow gained 464 points. The Nasdaq was off five and the S&P 500 up 23. This is SRN News. Excuse me, why don't you have life insurance yet? I've got diabetes, and I know the price will be through the roof for the pre-existing condition. Well, actually, SelectQuote makes it easy to get very affordable life insurance, even if you have a health issue. I'm listening. You'll get quotes from some of the country's most trusted carriers. Even with your diabetes, you can get around $250,000 in insurance for as little as a dollar a day. That would be amazing. <laughs> What's it called again? SelectQuote. Just call or go to selectquote.com to get your free quote. Get the coverage you need at a price you can afford. Call 1-800-694-1010 or go to selectquote.com today. That's 1-800-694-1010 or selectquote.com. Selectquote. We shop. You save. Get full details on example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors. Not available in all states. AM 1250, The Answer, The Mike Gallagher Show. He's your happy conservative warrior. If scandal played Cuomo can say Broadway can open, what about the science? What about the data? What about what the news media is telling us? It's all bull. You know it. I know it. Cuomo knows it. They're not shooting straight with us over any of this. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250, The Answer. Some home Repairs just can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. Well, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters, and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew, so don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial, aluminum, wood, and composite. And to show their appreciation to stag fans everywhere, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this show. Get 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off. Backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. Order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. Call 800 800- 500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in. iHeart or Radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Still looking at some busy highways out there on the Parkway West. You're going to see some volume delays on the inbound side. From Green Tree Road to the Fort Pitt Tunnel, looks like about an extra five minutes or so. Parkway East also has its share of delays on the inbound side, busy into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. And very heavy from 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. That's about an extra eight minutes for that backup. Outbound on the Parkway East slows into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Tonight will be cloudy and mild with a low of 55. Tomorrow, cloudy, breezy, warm, a passing shower in the afternoon, the high 67. Tomorrow night, considerable cloudiness and mild with brief showers in the evening, followed by occasional rain and drizzle late, the low 47. Friday, we'll see clouds breaking for some sunshine. It will be mild with a high of 58. 
With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, if you think the 2020 election was a fiasco, wait until you see 2024. The Democrats want to um, make sure that everything Republicans and Democrats uh, and non-Democrats, I should say, hated about uh, what happened back in November happens again four years from now. It's called H.R. 1. The question is, can it be stopped? Uh, FreedomWorks.org is trying. Sarah Anderson is the director of policy there, and she joins us now. Sarah, thanks for being here. Hey, John. Thanks so much for having me on. So uh, it's good to have you. Is this a runaway train that can't be stopped? Is there any chance here? It is certainly a runaway train, but if we play our cards right, it can be stopped. Um, And even hopefully when we do stop it, it's still important that we speak out loudly against this, because like you noted, it'll just ensure that elections are thrown into chaos for years and years and years to come. And once that happens, it'll be tough to see how we get it back. Yeah, so uh, it it can be stopped, but um, how close are we as we speak right now to having this become a reality? Pretty close, um, and it's uh, sort of stressful that it hinges on a couple of senators who are wavering on the filibuster. That is Joe Manchin, Kristen Sinema, Angus King, um, and John Tester, who, if the filibuster goes away in the Senate, right, they only need 50 votes to pass legislation. Uh, because they have Kamala Harris as their tiebreak. So the first thing we need to do is make sure that the filibuster remains intact in the Senate. As long as it does, very unlikely that 10 Republicans will join Democrats in voting for this bill. Um, But I would not put it past the Democrats to be able to get those four moderates in line and get this thing through. Yeah, the uh, mansion has not been the most, uh, and he's from right down the road here where I am in West Virginia. Yeah. he hasn't been the most dependable guy uh, or truthful guy, I guess you could say, uh, when he makes promises. He doesn't uh, fulfill them all that often. Right. Well, he's said for years them. and years that he that he opposes changes to the filibuster. He opposes getting rid of the filibuster. Uh, but just this Sunday, after seemingly being whipped into shape by his party, he goes on a number of talk shows and says, you know, actually, I'm open to making the filibuster, quote, more painful to you. Um uncertain exactly what he means by that but a tough streamer has his way of course it means getting rid of it entirely now um the idea here is to take power away from the states at election time how would hr1 do that so hr1 has sort of two large parts and the first part like you talk about is taking power away from states to run their own elections um and that is really one of the biggest parts of this bill and how it would do that is essentially override state election laws so voter integrity laws that exist in states, whether it's making sure that their voter rolls are clean ahead of an election, to make sure that everybody who's registered on them actually does live in the state, has is not deceased, um, or even just things like voter ID laws. When you show up at the polls, you have to, A, be a citizen of the country, and B, have proof of identification. Um, HR1 would say that states cannot impose those types of voter integrity laws, which not only is that bad policy, of course, because then we're not sure who's even voting in our elections, but it's also against the Constitution, which Article 1, Section 4 gives states the right to run their own elections, um, and this bill completely ignores that. This is what uh, really um, amazes me. Um, What makes Democrats or any politician think Mm -hmm. that they can just pass a law that is completely and obviously unconstitutional and tell a state how to run its uh, federal election, you know, how to handle its federal elections. Uh, it's, it's, it couldn't be more obvious that it's supposed to be up to the states, but they, they come, they, they, that doesn't stop them from, from trying. I mean, what makes them think that they can, that, that, that the Constitution just doesn't matter in situations like this? Right. Well, it's kind of a trend that we see um, sometimes from members of both parties, but most frequently these days from the left, that the Constitution seems to be a document that they want to interpret as what they call a living document. So it's not always correct. We shouldn't always stick to the exact text that's in there, because really it was just framed that way for the times back in, you know, 1776 and uh, 1783. Um, But really what the Constitution was written for was carefully written four times exactly like this when we're wondering which direction do we go as a country. And we need to look back on the reasons why our founding fathers 
made us a United States of America, where states have so much ability to run their own systems and not a centrally, federally planned government that imposes the one-size-fits-none regulations on the whole country. Um, Democrats have pretty much succeeded in convincing their base that the Constitution doesn't matter that much. And so they can get away with trying to violate it at every turn. And that's why they put what are called severability clauses throughout this bill, basically to say if a court strikes down any provision of it, it shall have no effect on the constitutionality or the standing of any of the other provisions, which is basically showing their hand that they know it's unconstitutional and they don't care. Now, what does that mean? If, if, um, so if, if one aspect of this is found to be unconstitutional, then they have, then they, then all the other uh, aspects of it have to also be uh, test for their constitutionality? No, if one part is found unconstitutional, it won't affect the constitutionality of any of the rest of it until those systems go through the court as well. Um, an example of this has to do with Obamacare, the severability or lack thereof of the individual mandate. Um, after Congress zeroed out the individual mandate, there was a case brought by Texas that said, hey, because of this, this portion of the law is inseverable from the rest of Obamacare, and therefore all of Obamacare must fall. Um, they've put into H.R. 1 a provision that would prevent that type of argument, saying that, hey, even if this one piece is unconstitutional, you're going to have to fight every single provision of this to get it struck down. Well, who other than politicians is against requiring an ID to vote? I, I, don't, I just don't get the feeling that many people think that's a problem. No, um, you're exactly right on that. And we've done a number of uh, surveys of our community and voters across the country. And we found that 79% of the American voting public supports requiring photo identification for voting. Um, it's really pretty simple in that you have to have a photo ID to do basically anything um, in this country. And, you know, I guess you could debate the merits of that. But the point stands that you should be who you say you are. And you should be able to prove that. And you should be asked to prove that if you want to vote in our election. We're talking to Sarah Anderson. She's the director of policy at FreedomWorks. Uh, you can find her at freedomworks.org. Um, do you think, Sarah, excuse me, Sarah, do you think that the uh, average voter is aware of the importance of the states maintaining control? And, and how many are aware that this bill would even change that? I mean, you know, you and I are paying attention to that because that's what we do every day. But how many, how many, um, how many of the average citizens are paying attention to this? And, and, how aware are the Democrats of the fact that they're probably not paying attention? Right, sure. I think they're, uh, they're banking on the fact that the American public is not educated on these issues, and they're banking on the fact that they're not going to read all 791 pages of their bill. Um, and frankly, I don't blame them, but that's the job of groups like FreedomWorks and, and radio shows like your own to get the message yeah. out to the American public about what's actually in this bill. Um, and if your listeners want to take action and learn more about H.R. 1 and, more importantly, stop H.R. 1, they can text Sarah, which is my name, S-A-R-A-H, to 41490. It'll get you plugged in with all of FreedomWorks' resources on H.R. 1 and a direct line to your elected official to tell them to oppose this monstrosity. So, give me that number again, Sarah, the text. You text Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, to 41490. Okay. Now, would with this if this bill becomes law, would uh, would bureaucrats in Washington be micromanaging election procedure in states to the point of you know where the polls are going to be located and what time they open and close and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. That's the track that this bill puts our election system towards. It even authorizes a three judge panel located in Washington D.C. to redraw congressional lines. So no matter how good or bad your state is at drawing its congressional district, um, that would entirely be taken away from the states and that this three-judge panel sitting in Washington, D.C., if they don't like what a state has done, they can just take their pen and redraw it. So absolutely, it just rips that power right away um, and gives it to, again, unelected bureaucrats, just like you said. And what about mail-in ballots and extending the count, <clears throat> um, the counting of the votes way beyond Election Day? Would H.R. 1 make all that permanent? And in every yes, state? It is, yeah, it effectively prevents states from implementing measures that restrict people's ability to vote by mail for any reason. Um, so we obviously saw what happened in the 2020 election when ballots get mass mailed out to voter rolls that are often incorrect. Um, H.R. 1 is the perfect storm for that to happen every single election. And like you said, 
it's hard to imagine that the American public would be okay with this um, and that anybody except politicians would be in favor of it. In favor of it, and that's why we've rebranded it the For the Politicians Act instead of the For the People Act, because that's exactly what it is. And and what would uh, HR one? Uh, what kind of an effect would it have on political speech? Yeah, that's the second big prong of this bill that um, I mentioned at the outset. After before we got into the discussion of federalizing yeah. elections. On political speech, this bill is an absolute disaster. So much so, actually, that when the bill was passed last Congress, even the ACLU came out in opposition to it because of the free speech concerns that it has for our country. Effectively, what it would do, not effectively, it does, um, require that any individual's donation to an organization involved in political activity be made public. We've seen what happens in the past four years when... People get a hold of anybody who's even remotely connected with a conservative cause or remotely supportive of former President Donald Trump. They get harassed at their homes. They get approached at restaurants uh, through what we call doxing. This bill effectively opens up anybody who donates to causes that are right of center and opens them up to the ability to be harassed by everybody across the country for simply expressing their support for a cause through the use of their dollars. Um, so from a free speech perspective, it's very, very chilling because people, of course, will be intimidated into not expressing their beliefs and not supporting causes that they agree with. Um, and furthermore, it effectively criminalizes a lot of individuals' right to petition the government and to participate in the political process and make their concerns known to elected officials through nonprofit groups like Freedom Works and others. So it's really, really a huge threat to the ability of Americans to speak their minds, uh, both privately and publicly. Now, Everybody knows that Democrats don't like the Electoral College. Um, and mm-hmm. it, is, is this a way of them getting around the Electoral College um, because this allows them, or at least helps them, or if not ensures them, of winning those states that they just can't seem to win in federal elections, uh, presidential elections, the ones that uh, cost them elections? Is, is this yeah, a way I mean, of getting goes- around all that? It goes hand in hand, certainly, with that type of effort in terms of just wanting the system to be rigged in favor of the party that they are. Um, you know, when you think about the free speech implications of this bill, right, and saying that donor roles are going to be made public, you know, that weaponizes the government to be able to go after people who donate to certain causes. Um, and they're certainly not going to be going after the lefty groups of the world. They're going to be going after the people who speak about conservative causes. It's the same thing um, in terms of the Electoral College, right? When they're attacking the Electoral College, it's not because they truly believe it's the best way to win elections. They're attacking it because they believe it's the best way for Democrats to win elections for time and time again. Um, That's exactly, you know, what H.R. 1 is aimed at. So, yeah, those efforts are kind of hand-in-hand. They're not one and the same, but they are certainly related. Yeah, they... um, It's just amazing to me to see people who are supposed to be uh, smart and supposed to understand government, um, and, and I always wonder about their their um, sincerity or, or whether or not they actually do believe it. But people who have actually been in the federal government for a long time, making unbelievably stupid statements about the electoral college and showing a total lack of understanding about what it's about and why it's there, and it's right, uh, right. How how disingenuous is it, or are they really that stupid, Sarah? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just incredibly disingenuous when you look at it at the end of the day. Something like uh, the Electoral College or something like the filibuster, which is enshrined in the Constitution, again, like we were saying earlier, for very specific reasons by our founding fathers to be able to preserve our republic for centuries and centuries to come. Destroying these types of institutions destroys the ability to really maintain our republic as we see it. Um, But that's what the Democrats want, I think, at the end of the day, is to solidify the republic for Democrats, not to solidify the republic for everybody. The Electoral College, similar to the filibuster, protects the rights of minority parties to speak their mind. Um, For, you know, less populous states to have some type of additional and granted representation, um, similar to the way the Senate is structured, right? The Electoral College is, you know, the number of senators you have along with the number of members of the House that you have. Um, so it does give, of course, some states that have two senators and one representative, it gives them three votes, um, which allows their voice to, again, be heard. 
Um, and that's what it's all about is being able to preserve the rights of minority parties to speak their mind, to object, and to increase debate because more debate, more competition always produces better outcomes. And that's what America's founded around. I'm finishing up here with Sarah Anderson, Director of Policy at uh, FreedomWorks.org. I have less than a minute here just to to throw this out to you. I I can't understand why the voters in both parties uh, don't see that what's been happening here in our country the last several years isn't a gigantic advertisement for giving the people in Washington as little power over our lives as possible. Why would you be in favor of giving them more after what you've seen? Both parties. Yeah, and I mean, that's always the question, right, is we see a problem in our society and people are so quick to turn to the federal government for help. Um, We saw it at the beginning of COVID, right? The biggest uncertainties for businesses were not how are we going to get by? How are we going to figure this out? It was what is the response from the federal government going to be? Um, And that response is always so uncertain and it's almost always bungled that it requires people to just sit on the edge of their seats and wait for the federal government to do something before they act in their own private capacity. Um, And that's a trend that we just absolutely have to get away from as a country. So certainly on the election front, right, the question should not be, hey, we have issues with the integrity of our election. Instead of saying, hey, let's give all of this power to people in Washington, D.C., which is just about as far away as you can get from most Americans, it should be let's give power back to the people, give power back to the states and empower them to work together and find real solutions. Hey, Sarah, I'm out of time. I appreciate it. Uh, Sarah Anderson, freedomworks.org. Check it out at freedomworks.org and find uh, find out all about why you don't want HR1 to happen. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks, John, for having me on. Appreciate it. We'll be right back. Major milestones are always a cause for celebration. And right now, Blinds.com is giving you a great reason to celebrate your home with up to 40% off everything as a toast to their 25th anniversary. Blinds.com really does make it a piece of cake to order online with free shipping and a guaranteed perfect fit for your windows. Whether you DIY or have them handle the install from start to finish, you really can't get it wrong. Blinds.com was an internet company founded in a garage back in 1996. And today they help millions save time and money as the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Don't wait to turn your house into a dream home with the perfect custom finishing touches. Visit Blinds.com right now to shop their anniversary deals and make your house feel even more put together with up to 40% off everything. From blinds, shades, interior shutters, and even outdoor shades. Rules and restrictions may apply. Cheers to another 25 years. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome. Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable. So don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could Could I I have have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. The reviews are amazing, as this is one product that actually works. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors, so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine, and it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Genesis 950 is made in America. If you are tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial-strength Genesis 950 mix up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, floors, upholstery, and grease stains. Consider Genesis 950 before purchasing new carpets. Genesis 950 has great customer service. Order one gallon direct at Genesis950.com to receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and $10 coupon using code PETS. That's $10 coupon using code PETS. That's Genesis950.com. Discount only available at Genesis950.com. Genesis 950, much cheaper than replacing your car. 
carpets. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, so there you have it. Uh, we mentioned there at the beginning of the show that uh, the Texas Rangers are going to have a full ballpark for their home opener. I don't know what the exact date is. It'll be 1st of April, right around there. Um, and it's not a small thing to me. Uh, the fact that they're finally allowing a, a gigantic, well, not gigantic, but compared to what we've seen here in the last year, a, a gigantic crowd to show up at a baseball game uh, a few weeks from now. And because it's, uh, it, it, if it, well, it's, if, if it, ha- it does, it is going to happen. If it, if people aren't dying in the streets, then it's going to be really hard for idiots like uh, His Excellency Tom Wolf to keep people away from Pirates games, Penguins games, and uh, it's hard to imagine that he's still going to be able to do it for Steelers games in um, in September. But this is a big, big deal that uh, a, a full ballpark for a, uh, is going to exist for a a baseball game, um, and the the visuals from that people will be. They'll be showing the highlights of that uh, the, the crowd more than the game all over the country, and uh, people who are living in states where they're still fighting uh, the uh, the desire of people to open up, and this could be great news for um, high school football programs here in Western PA. Uh, it's just it's just hard to believe that after everything that's happening and the way you see things. Uh, beginning to look like it's the beginning of the end of this stupidity it's just hard to imagine that in september uh, around here they're still going to be keeping people away from high school football games instead of filling the stadiums up let's hope it's a sign of things to come and it, and, it, and it can overcome the stupidity of the people who are running the state of pennsylvania i'll talk to you tomorrow bye John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.